TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. What's good, my friends? This is the most interactive sports talk show anywhere. It's Offsides, Mark Ryan and Diesel, and we are the Fan Upstate. Rolling on until 7 o'clock p.m. today. Thrilled to have you guys with us. Truly do appreciate you. How do you guys spend a February non-football weekend, right? Like, this is the second one of these that we've had. What is what is your go-to this time of year? Is it time to get to the honeydew list, right? Because you put that off. Just time to begin spending time with the fam, I've been surprised this year at at, uh, how much attention there's been on college basketball, but I get the why, right? It's the first time in a long time that folks here have had something great to cheer about. You know, so it's like, man, it's like college basketball on the weekends here garners about half the engagement that college football does. That's pretty cool, man. That's pretty cool. You get into college baseball now. What What is your February weekend like post-sports, post-football season. Let us know on the text line, 71307. Just start your text with the word fan, and away you go. I'll tell you guys this. Um, So, like, I have, like, numbers in my mind, and I bring Diesel into this as well, like numbers for, like, in terms of engagement, what is a good show during football season? And then those those numbers for what is a good engagement show in non-football season are very, very different. You know what I mean? Very, very different. So let's just throw this out there randomly. I could I could give you a number like 10,000, and I could say, okay, 10,000 would be a great show engagement in football season. 5,000 would be a great show engagement in football offseason. It is about half in this market, right, in this, in this area. So uh, I'm curious what you guys do during uh, during these weekends. And, you know, I had somebody tell me the other day, he said, Mark, when you host in Greenville, South Carolina, this time of year, man, that is labor. That is labor. Like you're trying to connect with a college football audience when there is no college football. That is not easy to do. And I said, no, you're right. It's not easy to do. We kind of do a mix of different things here on offsides. You know, like we don't cover a sport just because it's what's on right now. We we try to do different things, try to capture our audience's attention, try to have some fun, you know. And uh, I like the blank canvas, man. i got to be honest with you. So what do you guys say? We've got Cole Bryson, who is fuming, uh, joining us next at the South Carolina High School League. But it's time for us to do that jam. 
We call it the top five at five. The top five biggest sports stories of the day. The top five topics we're discussing. Ladies and gentlemen of the Upstate Offsiders, the top five at five starts right now. And now, the top five at five. And five, four, three, two, one. Hit it. Five. At number five today, how about this, my friends? In 18 of the past 20 seasons, at least one club in the NFL has gone from worst to first, winning its division the season after finishing in last place. The Jacksonville Jaguars became the last team to do so in 2022, swiping the AFC South with a win in Week 18. So, my friends, here are the eight last place teams from 2023. We've got the Natty. We've got Tennessee. You're the only 10 I see, baby. Los Angeles Chargers, Washington Commanders, Chicago Bears, Arizona Cardinals, Carolina Panthers, New England Patriots. Now, you might be one who says, well, this is the year it's not going to happen. Well, 90% of the last 20 seasons, you have been wrong. I'm going to roll, guys, with the Tennessee Titans. Cincinnati, I think, is, is an obvious pick. You get Joe Burrow back, they were 9-8 and eight without him. Los Angeles Chargers would seem to be a popular pick because they now have Jim Harbaugh. But I look at the AFC South. I think Indianapolis could be worse because they're going to be breaking in a rookie quarterback, Anthony Richardson. I think Houston, C.J. Stroud, boy, they are tough, but, you know, it's hard. It's, it's harder to do it when everyone's got the playbook on you, right? Jacksonville continues to disappoint. I kind of like what I saw from Will Levis last year. I kind of like Tennessee's higher at head coach. Give me Tennessee to be the team that goes from worst to first next year. What is your pick for that? Let us know. Next up. Four. All right, my friends, at number four, A, B, C, D, and F scenarios on the text line today for uh, Clemson and South Carolina football 2024. Uh, Billy and Greer, good to hear from you, Billy. He says, Mark, as a South Carolina fan, I think this is a rational and fair expectation of South Carolina football. That's all we can ask. We're going to give you A, B, C, D, and F grades for the results, and these are not going to change. All right? A grade. Clemson makes the final four. Diesel agree or disagree? A grade, final four. Better or worse than that? Would get an A? Um, I, think that's, I think that's fair. I think an A grade, you have to maintain the high standards at Clemson. I was trying to think, like, how can I – how can I cut them a little bit of slack without lowering standards? And they're like, well, you, you can't. Cutting them slack is lowering the standard. B would be to make the college football playoff. That's just being one of the top 12 teams. Yeah, so they would either have to win the ACC or they would have to be good enough as an at-large and, and lose the ACC championship game. I, I think if you don't make it, then you're not going to sniff the top 12. Diesel, you have nailed the fallacy in my grading system. There is no C, because I had a C being the ACC championship, and you immediately reminded me, I'm going to have to get used to this, that that means you're now in the college football playoff, no matter how many losses you have. 
So there is no C grade for Clemson this year. There is no, we had an okay season, okay? A D grade is a top 15 finish, but no ACC championship or no college football playoff. And an F is three or more losses, Diesel. There is absolutely no reason why with that team, even with Georgia on the schedule, you should drop three games next year. Yeah, three is a little stiff. I'd, I'd go four. I could see the wow. reasoning for three, but I could I would go four. Wow. Maybe your standards have dipped, sir. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe yours have. South Carolina, A, B, C, D, F. A for the Gamecocks is nine and four. That means you went eight and four in the regular season, won a bowl game. B is eight and five. You went eight and four and lost a bowl game, or seven and five and won a bowl game. C grade is seven and six. Come on, man. That's not success. This is year four for Beamer. Okay? You went seven and five, lost a bowl game. You went six and six, won a bowl game. That's a C grade. A D grade is a losing record. If you got a losing record in year four, people have got questions about you. And an F grade for the Gamecocks this coming season is five wins or less. Guys, this is very straightforward, right? This is easy to understand. Is it not? This makes a lot of sense. Do you like my grading scale? Or have I swung and missed? Let us know your thoughts on the text line 71307. Just start your text with the word fan and away you go on the show. Next up. Three. At number three. You know, we are good friends on this show with our with our best buddy, Josh Pate, 24-7 Sports, The Late Kick Show. Josh Pate went on perhaps the best rant that I've heard him opine on today. And it was all about how college football is being ruined, and it's being ruined by suits, people wearing suits that don't actually care about college football. You know, they come in, they throw their weight around, they negotiate TV deals, and they damage the, the sport in the process. Listen to some of this rant here from Josh Pate, in my opinion, one of his best. A bunch of people who really didn't care about college football so much, they more cared about deepening their pockets. A bunch of people came along and they saw college football. And college football was really, really good. But it was good for fans. It wasn't necessarily fully leveraged from a profit maximization standpoint. And they realized, well, we could make a whole lot more money on this thing. And so being absent of central leadership, no one stopped them. They just walked in the door and they built themselves an ATM, but they called it a playoff. See, they built the ATM so it would print money, but they didn't call it an ATM. They called it a college football playoff. Part two came when they gaslit everyone into thinking it was needed. And they would point things out like 2004. That's an imperfect season. We had an undefeated team be left out. How could we ever continue this sport? Lack of a playoffs, an existential threat. And they talked about the betterment of the game, the best interest of college football. They talked about the best interest of a sport they couldn't care less about. They cared about leveraging it. They didn't care about the sport itself. And then when the playoff comes around, the next order of business was they used mass marketing to redefine what meaning actually was. Once upon a time, meaning was I'm waking up on Saturday and my team's playing your team and it's college football. It's great. But all of a sudden that wasn't good enough anymore. What worked for a million years wasn't good enough. All of a sudden it's about who's in. Remember that marketing campaign? It got thrown in your face. It got sprayed in your face like a fire hose. 
every single waking hour of every The words of our guy Josh Pate on what's going on in college football. He's saying the suits have created this. And because they can't get out of their own way and now can't solve the problem, they're going to compound the problem by just continuing to screw it up and add more teams to the college football playoff. You know, guys, nothing changed in terms of bowl games. Nothing changed in terms of what they mean other than perception, right? And the college football playoff helped to derail that. Them's the facts. Next up. Two. You know, I like to have an even mix of positive and negative on the show, and today I think I'm failing because I'm just reading a bunch of things that are pissing me off. A federal judge in Tennessee granted a preliminary a preliminary injunction on Friday afternoon that prohibits the NCAA from punishing any athletes or boosters for negotiating name, image, and likeness deals during their recruiting process or while they are in the transfer portal. The judge's decision will likely have an immediate and dramatic impact on how NIL deals are used in the recruiting process. The NCAA's prohibition likely violates federal antitrust law and harms student-athletes. Give me a break. So what does this mean, Diesel? Now, when a student is on a recruiting visit, here's what we have for you financially if you come here. Yeah. Now, if a school's at another school, if a player's at another school and you're trying to poach him, Here's what we can do for you financially if you were to leave your scholarship. This is precisely what Greg Sankey told me he needed the NCAA to enforce. You know, inducements are illegal. And now a judge says, you can't do that. Well, how come all the judges are finding an issue with this now? How how come? This was the way things always were. Is the only thing that didn't happen, Ed O'Bannon didn't challenge them? You know, like now consistently, there's nothing college sports can do. It's incredible how fast all of the institutions and rules within the NCAA have been systematically dismantled one after the other, after the other, after the other. It's like it's like they've the people who don't like the rules, they will take down a rule and say, okay, what's next? What can we take down next? What can we get? expelled next what can we break down next i think it stinks i think it's awful i i think the more of these rulings that come in please just give us employees with a collective bargaining agreement and contracts for these players to remain at their schools asap and finally one mike greenberg says i don't want to hear coaches complaining that they can't keep a team together not when you coaches have been doing this When it comes to the coaches who are complaining that they can't keep their rosters together, I don't know that I can put it any more clearly than this. I have zero interest in hearing from them. Let me give you a statistic. In 2018, 21 college football coaches were hired at the Division I level. 21 of them. Do you know how many of those remain today at the school where they were hired? One. Now, some of them were fired, but most of them were not. Most of them moved on to better opportunities because that's what they've been allowed to do forever. So you can miss me with the idea that, oh, these players, they have no loyalty and they're not staying with the programs and all that stuff. Until the day that the coaches honor their contracts, I'm not the least bit interested in hearing about how this is making their lives more complicated. Okay, Mike Greenberg, I heard you. Okay, 
You're right. But the problem is now with coaches leaving and players leaving, there's no continuity for anyone. And college football feels a hell of a lot like one-and-done college basketball. That's a problem. Coaches should have never been able to screw over their teams. Brian Kelly should have never been able to leave Notre Dame under the cloud of darkness. Sean Elliott should never be able to leave his team in spring. There should be coaching hiring windows, just like there's transfer portal windows, recruiting windows, so on and so forth, right? Two wrongs don't make a right, so let's fix the coaching part first. What do you say? And those are today's top five at five. Now it's your chance to chime in, which you can do at 844-FAN-PHONE. That's 844-F-A-N-F-O-N-E. That's 844-326-3663. The text line is there for you at 71307. Just start your text with the word FAN and away you go. That phone number is brought to you by the Renewal by Anderson Fan Phone. You can get us, get to us on Facebook, on Twitter, and on YouTube at the Fan Upstate on everyone. Please like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, subscribe to us on YouTube, and finally email. You guys can all email the show. Mark Ryan, that is M-A-R-C Ryan at thefanupstate.com. All the different ways you can get in touch with us here on the most interactive sports radio show anywhere. Let's quickly get to a couple of your texts. Texter says, Mark, Carolina will be worst to first in 2025. Uh, Texter says, post football is spent catching up on the honey-do list. Good man, so says John Dog. Texter says, uh, my wife left me a honey-do list on the fridge. I feel dirty. Do me. Love the dishes. That's hilarious. I feel dirty. Do me. Love the dishes. I have about five projects. See, Ashley and I are great at starting projects. We're not great at finishing projects. So I've got about five projects. Remember when I came back from my honeymoon and we had a, a pipe burst and flood our bathroom? And oh, we yeah. had to dig up the flooring and install the new toilet and all this kind of stuff? My project's still not done. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, boy. And it's just the finishing touches. This is what I'm talking Like, we're an hour and a half from finishing that whole project. But it's been sitting there for six months, oh. unfinished. Diesel, you know what they say: procrastination <laughs> is like masturbation. It feels good until you realize you're screwing yourself. Yeah, I look Cut at it, it and say, "Well, this bathroom, this bathroom is functional enough." Cut it out, Diesel. Cut it out. D- hey, listen, Texter, with you and your wife and the honeydew list on on the on the uh, dishes, I'm feeling dirty. Do me, love the dishes. Please finish the deal, okay? Please satisfy those dishes. All right. Texter says, Mark, non-football Sundays have me and the wife teaming up making homemade cheesecakes. All different flavors. Hokey Chris, where is my invite, sir? I will be right over. Where am I going? Yeah, we reviewed wrap snacks on this show. We'll review your cheesecakes. Absolutely, we will. Please make a delivery, please, sir. Okay, that would be outstanding. We've got Cole Bryson coming your way next Cole is steamed at a change that the South Carolina High School League just made. Do they ever do anything right? It's offsides. Mark Ryan and Diesel, and we are the Fan Up State. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. Back clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. 
music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. It's better over here. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Uh, because the show is called Offsides, we do things like this. Sexiest articles of clothing women can wear in public on a day-to-day basis. So this would eliminate, like, lingerie, right? But uh, we will draft those in the very, very next segment of the show. That's right, my friends. And we will give you definitively the right order, okay? there's This is not... This is not up for debate, okay? It's 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 open and shut case. Joining us right now does a fantastic job for us here on the Fan Upstate covering high school football. Rumor has it he also torqued none other than Jim Rome recently. Is this true? Inquiring minds want to know. The Cole Bryson joins us right now on Offsides, the Fan Upstate. Good to catch up with you, Cole. What's good, man? Listen, man, I heard y'all's conversation yesterday about the articles of clothing. I don't know how you say it's a debate, but you're going to do a list. You know, it's not a debate. I mean, is there, uh, you know, you said it yesterday, the bikini. I mean, what's better, you know? I, mean, I got one I that's better than you... bikini. I got one that's better, okay? Right, it's just, it's just. well, you're not going to hear it now, Cole. Oh, it just depends. Oh, oh. Cole, I'm just going to ask you a very simple question, okay? This is, this okay. is very rated G, okay? Yeah. There's 26 letters of the alphabet. Which letter of the alphabet do, do you favor over the other, T or A? A. You favor A. So if you like favor it. A because the A um, kind of rounds at the bottom, right? The T's got the two ends, but the A right. rounds at the bottom. If you favor the A, then you also should have something above the bikini. Okay? That's right. Okay. That's right. So there you go. I learned today <laughs> Cole's favorite letter of the alphabet. You never knew. Well, listen, Mark, a lot of it, I mean, that is true, but a lot of it has to do with when I was in school, A was as far as I got in the alphabet. <laughs> That's great. Cole, uh, okay, can you give us the 411 on what the hell the SCHSL is trying to do here and why this cracks your coconuts so badly? Well, you know, Mark, I think there's sometimes in life that you have to be honest about certain situations, and I will say, I'll preface by saying this. This is one of those situations where uh, I was guilty as well as everyone else on social media all week long. I was guilty of blaming the high school league um, for having the upper state championship games for basketball, girls and boys, in 
Florence, South Carolina, which if you look at a map, you know, the upper state teams that are playing, like Burns and Malden, who just finished up, they're not really near Florence, right? Uh, Greenville's a lot more centrally, centrally located in the upstate. So there was a big hoopla about why the, uh, the games were in Florence. I was guilty of blaming the high school league in the, in the circle that I was talking to as well last week when, you know, we started getting close to the upper state games, Mark. However, uh, I did do a little uh, digging, and I talked to an athletic director today, matter of fact, and wanted to specify and really make sure I was fully educated because there have been people all over Twitter all week bashing the high school league for the upper state teams having to drive three hours to Florence, which I get it. It doesn't make sense. However, uh, you want to make sure you do your homework. And, you know, a tweet sent out by Thomas Ryan, the head basketball coach of Dorman, uh, I think was what really led the charge in these complaints when he sent out a tweet just this week about how ridiculous it is that the high school league has the upper state games in Florence. Uh, But after talking to an AD today, Mark, Uh, He was very passionate and adamant about the fact that this is not all on the high school league. So basically, uh, the way it works is, Mark, Jerome Singleton, the commissioner of the high school league, spoke to all classifications last March, okay, 2023. Not this year, last March at a uh, yearly conference they have in Charleston. Everyone agreed that they didn't like Bob Jones where they played last year because each school was only allotted like 300 tickets. They made you leave and come back in after every game. No one really liked it. Um, Not sure what the conflict was with Bond Secures like it used to be, which makes the most sense. I would assume it's money. But the long story short, the ADs who were really in charge of this reached out to Florence, the Civic Center. They wanted it there. Uh, because they wanted it at one location for 14 days straight, and that was the only place in the state that had 14 days straight of availability open. So in April of 2023, last year, uh, almost a year ago, the executive committee voted to do it in Florence. Uh, I would guess, Mark, that the high school league probably went to the committee and said, here's our plan for the next year, vote yes or no, and they voted yes. But I do know that money has a lot to do with it, right? We, just a perfect example, the, the, the football state championship games are not played at Williams-Brice anymore, where everyone wishes they were played. What's the reason for that, Mark? Money. It costs $80,000 roughly for the high school league to play their state championship weekend at Williams-Brice Stadium, South Carolina. That's Why? Why, though? Well, that's ridiculous. Why? Ridiculous. Yes, I know. So while people are not happy with the high school league, there's always more to it, is my point. I know it was long-winded but it's not all on the high school league because at the end of the day, Mark, who is the high school league? The high school league is made up of who? The, the, the AD, the teams, the schools, right? So it's not 100% on the high school league here, believe it or not. Cole, I've argued many, many times on this show that we as Americans, especially as sports fans, have got a mass case of ADHD. We just can't stop tinkering with everything and leave well enough alone and let traditions set back in it's to me it's reason why nascar is falling off in popularity because they're constantly changing the rules we're seeing it in college football we're seeing it at the high school level Uh, what if any negative effects could you say you know holistically are all of the changes the constant tinkering having on high school sports as a whole i'd say the environment is the number one thing, Diesel, the environment slash experience, right? 
Like, perfect example to answer your question, Diesel. Go on Twitter to the tweet that I just retweeted from Trey Stewart from the great uh, from the Greer Citizen, who does a great job covering Burns. Burns just won the Upper State Championship. The game just ended. Uh, they defeated Malden, and it was in Florence. It started at 4 o'clock. But go look at the atmosphere, Diesel. Burns won. Their players were walking off the floor, and if you watch the video, it's like it's halftime. There's no excitement. There's nobody in the stands. It's a huge gymnasium in Florence, but think about it. Burns and Malden are both in the upstate, separated, you know, 20 miles or whatever, Spartanburg County, Greenville County, and the fans have to travel an average of, I don't know, 175 miles maybe to get to uh, from Greenville to Florence. I mean, you have teams like Burns, Malden, uh, Riverside, and Greer, and Foray who are playing next week, Powdersville and Wren, and then in, in, in girls' classification, St. Joe's, Landrum, Daniel, Wren, Riverside, Westside, J.O. Mann, and by the way, Rock Hill just defeated J.O. Mann earlier today, but all those schools in the upstate having to get on a bus, drive to Florence, their fans, parents, students, who are, by the way, still in school, still at work, how do, how do you expect to have an environment that is attractive to uh, your state championship games when you play them at 2 o'clock on a Friday, the, the biggest state championship 5A boys at 4 o'clock on a Friday in Florence? Yeah, that, there should be a total of 30 people there. So it's, it's embarrassing, Diesel. So I think the biggest answer to your question, I hate it for the players because I remember what it used to be like at Bon Secures in Greenville when it was Dorman and, uh, you know, year after year in Blythewood, and th- those things would go to Columbia and play in Colonial Life for the state championship. It was amazing atmospheres, and the kids, the players, got to experience, uh, you know, that and that was an experience of a lifetime for them. So that's what I hate most about it. Cole Bryson joining us here, Offsides, Mark Ryan and Diesel. We are the fan upstate Cole, uh, who gives us the best chance to have an up to have a um, an upstate state champion? Well, you know what? Luckily this year, Mark, there are uh, there are plenty of chances. I mean, like I said, in the girls bracket, you have St. Joseph's from the upstate, Landrum, Daniel, Wren, Riverside, Rock Hill, West. Uh, uh, JL Man did lose, but Landrum has a really good chance. I believe Wren has a really good chance to win the girls' 3A championship. And then on the boys' side, Christchurch made it the upper state. Uh, they played North on Monday uh, afternoon. They have a really good shot of winning. Powdersville and Wren are playing for upper states. One of those two teams will have a chance to bring home a state championship. And then what I think, Mark, is probably the most attractive scenario is Burns, who just won. They punched their ticket. But Riverside and Greer in 4A. Alan Arnold versus Devin Leifridge uh, at Greer. Those two teams have played twice already this year. They're going to meet each other on Wednesday in Upper State Championship. Riverside won twice in the regular season by a combined points uh, by a combined 25 points. So Riverside's the best team I saw all year during basketball season. Jalen Aturbe was phenomenal. Uh, he's probably the best player in the Upstate, if not the state. You have obviously the Scott kid from Lexington, who's going to uh, Texas to play basketball. But there's a lot of good talent, I would say, to answer your question. Watch out for Burns and Riverside. I think both of them, uh, as well as Christchurch, could bring home the crown of the upstate in their classification. Cole, what, what classification, what region, if we only could pick one, if we really had to narrow it down, pick one region, one classification that you say is going to be the representative classification and region for the state of South Carolina, if new people coming in here are only looking at one, 
this is going to be the best one to watch this coming fall? Uh, for football, Diesel? Yes, for football. I would say, listen, it starts in Region 25A. And, and listen, I know that that is uh, the easy answer. That Region 25A will look a lot different in the fall once they release the exact regions uh, in terms of what the playoffs will look like. We know who the teams are that are in those regions. But anytime you have Bowling Springs, Burns, Spartanburg, Dorman, and Gaffney in the same region, I don't care, you know, what other region you're looking at, what other, if it's Midlands or, or, or lower part of the state, uh, it, the, the most competitive games come out of that region. Now, for somebody just moving in, like Westside is a great example of somebody who uh, is using the transfer portal, right? And they're going to be really, really good this year because they have a lot of transfers on their team. And uh, Westside's region in 4A will be a lot of fun. I think that that team will uh, once again have a chance. They just won the state championship last year under Brian Lane, but I think they'll have a chance to repeat as well. And uh, you know what? It's going to be interesting to see. But to answer your question, I'd probably say uh, every year the most competitive games are going to happen between Burns, Dorman, Bowling Springs, Gaffney, and Spartanburg. Texter says, Cole, uh, a lot of times we get questions for you, Cole. This time he just says, tell Cole he is a sexy guy. So, wow. so, Cole, I mean, that's – listen, this is the kind of insight and feedback you get from the offsiders. This is a great day for you, Cole. I tell you what, best day ever, right? I mean, what other kind of feedback do I want today? Cole, can I ask you this question honestly? Because I don't know the answer to this for me. When is the last time somebody called you sexy? Okay? I'm trying to think. I don't think my wife calls me sexy, ever. Like, I, you mean like in a serious manner or sarcastic? Anything you can use, like other than this, when is the last time somebody said you were sexy in any way? I mean, you know, if I, I'd be, I would be lying um, <laughs> if I said I remember a time, Mark. I mean, have you looked at me lately? That's why I'm, I mean, you know, face for radio. I mean, it doesn't, you know, uh, they weren't lying. Uh, I'd have to really dig and think. It's, it's, it's been a while, maybe uh, 90s, you know what I mean, when I was uh, out of the womb. Cole, can we get a recruiting update for you for the guys that uh, we're going to be following this year in high school football? Absolutely. Uh, class of 2025 names to keep an eye on, Mark. There's some really good ones. For example, I mentioned Westside. I'll start there. Uh, Shamarius Bomar and Armani Weaver. They're going to be catching uh, some footballs, probably a lot of balls from uh, quarterback Cutter Woods, who was already at Westside. Now, Bomar and Weaver, you know those names because they were at Burns last year. And uh, before that, they were at Dorman. So they like that transfer portal, if you will. And this is their third school. So they went from Dorman to Burns, now to Westside. And uh, Westside's loaded. So they have uh, Cutter Woods, uh, Armani Weaver, and Samarius Bomar all in the top 10 under uh, 247 sports in the state of South Carolina. So Westside's going to be really fun to watch this year. Uh, offensive tackle from Gaffney. Class of 2025, a lot of interest from South Carolina. Cedric Surratt, uh, a really good offensive lineman who's athletic, played basketball this past year as well. South Carolina has been really hot on him. Uh, and then right here in the upstate as well, LaDainian Martin from Greer, one of the best running backs I saw last year, one of the best probably uh, what, what might be between him and Trey Seguera. Trey Seguera is a different class. He's 2026 at Burns, but LaDainian Martin, class of 2025 at Greer, he's going to be special. And then lastly, I'd probably say uh, Marquise Henderson, running back from Belton Honey Path, class of 2025. BHP's been really good for several years now, and uh, I'd say that those this fall, all in the top 10 
of the uh, 247 sports will be really fun to watch right here in the upstate. His name is Cole Bryson. Does an outstanding job for us covering high school football, filling in all of the above. Cole, we appreciate you so much, man. Thank you so much for the knowledge today. And uh, I will never cease wanting to wanting the SCHSL to get their collective heads out of their asses. What do you say? Hey, you're right, Mark. Hey, always a pleasure. Appreciate you and Diesel both. Thank you so much. Cole Bryson at the Cole Bryson on Twitter is where you can get to him. All right, guys, coming up next, it is time, my friends. I've been looking forward to it. Diesel and I will draft the sexiest items of clothing that a woman could wear in public on a day-to-day basis. Ah, yes, a topic you'll get only right here because we're called offsides. Being true to our namesake is what we'll do next right here on The Fan Upstate. All right, Diesel. So I have a card in my wallet, Diesel, and it is a beautiful card, and it is from my wife for the wallet that she just gave me. Is that right next to the expired condom from your college days? Probably. Probably, Diesel. Okay? (laughs) Probably. And here's what it says. Bonus debt. You may not have given me the gift of life, but life has given me the gift of you. Thank you for everything you have done for me and know how I appreciate you. Um, And it is an awesome card about bonus dad. Now, Diesel, in lieu of a coin for our draft today, okay, in which we will be drafting in order, okay, because I don't have a coin, I'm going to flip the card, okay? If it ends up, I'm going to take the message because the message is inclined for me. If it lands on the side with no message, that means you select first. Sexiest item of clothing. Are you ready? Ready. Please don't break. It landed on the dad side. It landed on the dad side. Okay, so you go first. All right. Here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, what are we doing? Did you, what are we doing? We are doing right now the draft of the sexiest. (laughs) I can hear my wife saying, never use your bonus dad card (laughs) before you determine the order of sexiest women's articles of clothing draft ever again. Uh, okay. With the first overall pick in the I Read the Articles draft, the pick is in. And, my friends, the sexist, sexiest article of clothing women can wear in day-in, day-out regular life, very clearly yoga pants. Yoga pants. You know, like... If you are dating a woman or married to a woman who looks good in yoga pants, you have a one-track mind when she is bouncing around in them, okay? And that is all I can say about that, all right? And if you are blessed enough to, to be with somebody where you've got a couple Christmas hams back there, uh, <laughs> that is you are a lucky, lucky man. Yoga pants with the number one overall selection, Diesel. Okay, it's not a bad one. It's not a bad one. But I will one-up your selection of number one with my number one selection, and the pick is in. For my number one overall pick, sexiest thing that a woman can wear in public, I'm going 
volleyball shorts. Wow. It's like yoga pants, just shorter. Wow. The volleyball shorts. You know what I'm talking about. I know what you're talking about. I'm not talking about like short yoga pants. I'm not talking about short tights or bike shorts. I'm talking volleyball shorts. Oh, they're fantastic. They're better than yoga pants in every single way. We won't talk about the fact that the vast majority of people, Diesel, you see wearing volleyball pants are probably put, putting you at the creepy point, okay? Same okay. thing Same thing about yoga pants. What are you talking about, creepy? Well, I mean, the, the girls you see wearing volleyball pants are like 19 and 20. See, that you took it to a creepy no, place. You... I didn't take it to a creepy place. <laughs> you took anybody can wear volleyball oh, okay. shorts. Okay, but nobody does. Well, okay. that's why it's rare. That's why it's better. There you go. All right. With the third pick in the I Read the Articles draft, ladies and gentlemen, the pick is in. And by the way, guys, just confirm for me that I have completely destroyed Diesel in this one in every single way or form. The fact that I got these two with picks one and three and like 90% of you, this would have been your number one pick and I'm getting it three. The bikini. Are you kidding me? One of our favorite sound bites, one of our favorite lines on the show, st- stats are like bikinis. They show some things, but not all. The beautiful thing about the bikini diesel is it made bras and panties legal <laughs> to wear in public. I mean, have you ever considered this? This is just a yeah. colorful bra and panties. Yeah. Normally, you had to have you know special rights reserved to see this outfit, but the bikini... Made made it so that every man can see every woman in bras and panties in public. Do you remember a few years ago? I want to say this would have been around 2019. There was a push. You'd see this on social media. I never saw it anywhere in public. But they were marketing a bikini bottom for women that looked more like those like unfolding earmuffs that go around your head in yeah. the wintertime. So it would just it would it would just scoop from underneath. It would cover the front, it would cover the the back. But there was no strap around the sides connecting it in any way shape or form. I was like I think this is sexy. I think this is hot, but like this is the absolute minimum. It's like somebody took those little glasses you wear when you're going into a tanning bed. And they broke them in half and then just said, all right, let's stick one here and stick one there. And that was it. Ah, <laughs> I, I know exactly what you're talking about. Um, Diesel, is your pick in? My pick, the fourth overall pick, is in. And I am going to go more in the way of modesty. But if it's pulled off correctly, it can be super hot. I'm talking about the tight sweater. The tight sweater, if worn correctly by the right woman, dear God. Like it just shows, it's like it hugs the body. It shows off all the curves. It still allows everything to move the way it should. And I, to me, the thing that you can't see is what makes it hot. Like, you know, it's right there. This is the first one that you have done, Diesel, that I'm very upset about. <laughs> this was on my list, but it was not next on my list. This is a weakness of mine, sweaters. Sweaters and sweatshirts have always been a massive weakness. I'm thinking Jenny in her college sweater Uh posing for Playboy that got her thrown out of her women's college. I'm convinced that's what Stacy's mom was wearing. (laughs) 
you know? Diesel, uh, she's tur- got it going on. Turtleneck sweater was mine. Okay. Okay. It is okay. the form fitting yeah. turtleneck sweater that drives me, you know what? All right. With the fifth pick in the I Read the Articles draft, sexiest article of clothing that women can wear out in public on a day in, day out basis. Ladies and gentlemen, my pick is in. Shame on you, Diesel. Shame on you. All you had to do, okay, all you have to do here is finish the lyric. Okay, finish the lyric. Look at them girls with it. I want you to look at them girls with it. I don't know. Daisy Duke's on. Uh, I want Daisy you to Dukes. look at them. Come on, man. Come on. It's a good choice. The, the That's thing, a good choice. The thing about the Daisy Dukes, and women hate this. They hate this is depending on the angle, there is a little pocket of something hanging below. Women can't stand that. Women call that slutty. There's a little pocket. A little crease? Like where the shorts end, there's a little yeah. flesh that, that kind of comes. There's nothing wrong with that. We love that. Uh, no, well, you love that. Women call it <laughs> slutty. That's the problem. Okay? Uh, but the Daisy Dukes offer a hint of a brighter tomorrow. They really, really do. What do Daisy Dukes do Daisy Dukes, in your mind, have to be made out of denim? Is that the only type of yes, legitimate Daisy 100%. Duke? One hundred percent leather. I will. I, I will also. I will I, also no, allow. I, I know what happens inside of leather pants. Things get get sweaty. Oh, it gets hot. It gets steamy. What goes on inside of leather pants is not good. There is one diesel that we are now on pick six of our. Yep. I read the articles draft. That I cannot believe has not been named by either one of us. So, so the and interesting thing yet. about Daisy Dukes is that they are essentially volleyball shorts in different form. That's true. Volleyball shorts are spandex. Daisy Dukes are denim. They they cover and only cover the exact same thing. Uh, yeah, but Daisy Dukes don't really cover it, Diesel. I gotta, <laughs> I gotta be honest with you. I got to be honest. There, some of the hamburgers falling out of the bun. Oh, a little bit. now, now who's being gross? Yeah, You're you being go. gross. What pick are we up to? Number six now. Number six. Pick number six is in. And with the sixth overall pick and the sexiest article of clothing that a woman can wear out in public, I am going, Mark, with the high heels. High heels wow. make butts look better. They make legs look better. They make calves look better. That that makes your lady taller. It's just something. It's like that finishing piece that brings it all together. I mean, ZZ Top wrote that song. She's got legs. She knows how to use them. Like, they knew what was up way back then. So why don't we end our I Read the Articles draft, sexiest article of clothing, that uh, let's end it while I'm still married, Diesel. Okay. (laughs) Uh, And uh, let's end it right now. And, uh, guys, um, Diesel, neither you nor I drafted the sundress, and we had six picks. I thought about it. It was my first thought, but I didn't put it on the list. I had five. Yoga pants was my one. Bikini two. Daisy Dukes three. Turtleneck sweater four. Sports bra was five for me. You can't wear a sports bra. You shouldn't wear a sports bra in public. It's underwear. You know why, to me, Diesel, sundress didn't make the cut? I think there are... Uh, there are too many women 
that should not be wearing sundresses, wearing sundresses. That's today. the way I feel about yoga pants. Uh, really? Yeah. Yeah, I, I feel like, you know, like the sundresses are kind of innocent and free-flowing, and there's a lot of people wearing them that should not be flowing. Yeah. Just my opinion. So that's, how many How many did you have that you didn't draft? You had the sundress and what else? Turtleneck sweater. Sundress you and the turtleneck sweater. It. You stole it. I had, that I didn't draft, I had the tube top. And the tennis skirt, you know, that kind of white oh, pleated tennis, tennis skirt. That is a fantastic yeah. the tennis skirt for the win. That is that is the tennis skirt, ladies and gentlemen. Um, do you, like, do you remember being in high school? And it's like, you know, the, the football uniform days and the cheerleading uniform days. It was like, I always thought they made those uniforms like kind of risque for high school. You know, like it's it's like. The, the, oh. cheer, the cheerleading skirts when you were in high school, at my high school, I was like, I can't believe they made these this short. I just saw an article last week. It was, uh, it was about a, a high school girl who was being, who had been um, sent home for the day because she wore her actual school's cheerleading outfit. And she was sent home for the day because they decided that her outfit was too distracting and revealing for the male students in the school. Like, this is the school-issued cheerleading uniform. I assume she had a reason to be wearing this thing. And, you know, you're like, did she just, like, did she do something? Did she, did she cut it shorter? Did she make it sluttier? What did she do? And I was like, no, it was just a standard cheerleading that's uniform. Not a, that's not a her issue. That's a them issue. Right, exactly. Wow. Exactly. But, see, the tennis skirt and tight sweater is exactly why I find the Southern Cal cheerleading team's outfits so damn sexy because that's what it is. It's a white tight shirt, uh, uh, sweater top with a white tight tennis skirt. Oh, you got and it's two hot. of your five. You got two of your five in the same outfit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ashley, keep him away from USC games. Okay, keep him away. <laughs> We've got the six o'clock hour coming your way next, right here on the most interactive sports talk show anywhere. It's offsides. Mark Ryan and Diesel. We are the fan upstate. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. Back clock at four. Doncic. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. See T-Mobile.com. 